Hey, dear saints, you're listening to Preaching Christ Crucified on Double-Edged Sword. Sermons from Pastor Kilgo, preached at Redeemer Lutheran Church in Lawrence, Kansas. We pray that as you hear God's word, you would be strengthened in faith and love and rejoice in the joy of the Lord's promises and kindness. In the name of Jesus, amen. Alleluia, Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. Awake my heart with gladness. See what today has done. The foe in triumph shouted when Christ lay in a tomb, but no, he now is routed. His boast is turned to gloom. For Christ again is free in glorious victory. He who is strong to save has triumphed over the grave. Now hell, the devil, its prince, of all their power are shorn. And now I am safe from evil and sin I laugh to scorn. Grim death with all its might, my soul cannot affright. It is a powerless form, however it rare rage and storm. The world against me rages, as fury I disdain. Though bitter war it rages, its work is all in vain. My heart from care is free. No trouble troubles me. Misfortune now is play, and night is bright and day. Now I will sing forever to Christ, my Savior true. My Lord will ne- leave me never whatever he passes through. He rends death's iron chains. He breaks through sin and pain. He shatters hell's grim thrall, and I follow him through all. We just sang about this. There is a certain boldness that comes from the resurrection. We can feel it this day. It permeates the festival of the resurrection. Every Easter, in fact, it seems that the church becomes, ever so briefly, invigorated. We gather, and after weeks of refraining from the Alleluias, they reign out again in triumph. After meditating on our Lord's passion and death and burial, all of a sudden, Christ is back out of the tomb. After considering for the whole season of Lent our foes of sin and death and the devil, we show up this morning only to find them all crushed and dead and defeated, The devil did its worst. Sin turned Christ into a curse. Death's jaws closed in around the Savior, and here he is, back out, glorified, free. And we look at this, and we rightly understand what that means for us. That if we belong to Jesus, which we do, that if we have been buried with him by baptism into death, which we have, And by the way, if you've not been baptized, talk to me after the service and we can fix that. That if Jesus has conquered all of these foes, then we know that in him we have conquered them also. We know that Christ being raised from the dead will never die again. Death no longer has dominion over him, nor does sin, nor does the devil. And they have in Christ, they have no dominion over us either. And there is rightly a sort of boldness that comes from that, in addition to the joy, a boldness which is recaptured every day on this year, but seems somewhat quickly to fade 
almost as quickly as it comes back to us as we venture back out into the world to our busy schedules and our worldly endeavors and new venues of entertainment and once-in-a-lifetime events and shopping and dining and relaxing, all of these distractions, distractions from what we are here celebrating today. And even here today, right now, the distractions are mounting. The car that drove by the window, the noise that you heard in the back of the church, thoughts about what you're going to have for dinner tonight, Thoughts about what the youth made for breakfast this morning and whether they washed their hands. All of them distractions. Distractions from this moment, from this great and blessed day and reality that Jesus has died for your sins and he's not stayed dead. That he's back out of the grave in glorious triumph. And that means that all of our fears, all of our tremblings, all of our worries, all of our evil... All the things that fight against our conscience, that they're all conquered in him. So the devil brings to you all of these distractions. Anything and everything, starting even right now at this blessed festival, to distract you away from this glorious truth. Because the devil wants you, dear saints, to stand, not in boldness and in confidence and in joy, but in fear and in timidity and in despair. The devil does not want you to know with full confidence that death is destroyed by Jesus' death. The devil does not want you to know that your sin has been fully paid for by Jesus' blood, and the devil does not want you to know certainly that he has already been crushed by Jesus' sacred heel. And then having succumbed to these distractions, we go out into the world in timidity, no longer with the bold shout upon our lips and in our conscience as we have today that, Alleluia, Christ is risen, he's risen indeed, Alleluia. But instead we become fearful about what people might say about that or what they might think about us. And we become convinced that perhaps maybe then the kindest thing that we can do is in fact not to speak those sorts of things to the world, not speak that to our friends and our neighbors and our family, that the most important thing to talk about and proclaim is anything and everything except for Jesus Christ crucified and raised. Because in our distraction, the devil has brought us back into fear. And so, dear saints, as is always the advice, do not listen to the devil. Do not let him distract you from this beautiful and comforting and emboldening reality that on this mountain, on the mountain of Calvary, the Lord has done this multitude of things for you, that he has prepared for you a feast, which we partake of again today, which strengthens you as you go back out into the world to face down the devil and his lies, and that he has wiped away every tear from our eyes as we behold Jesus burst forth from the grave, proving that our sins are indeed forgiven, proving that the Lord does indeed love us, proving that we too will rise to new life on the last day. And most importantly, that on this mountain, the Lord has swallowed up death forever. This dark veil that covers all creation, the shadow that covers us and hovers over us as we walk through the valley. 
Jesus has died, and he's come back from the dead. And he's promised that because of that great reality, we will also not stay dead. That Jesus has made holy even our death and grave. You, dear saints, being found in Jesus, are immortal. Because Jesus is himself immortal. And if you want something to carry in your minds and on your lips, it is this. Christ is immortal, and so am I. Christ has defeated death, and so have I. Christ has raised from the dead, and I will be too. Dear saints, let us have this blessed reality ring out in our ears and in our consciences, and let it embolden us to have it ring out from our lips as well that many as possible would come into this blessed reality with us. Preach it to your friends and your neighbors and your family and anyone else that'll listen. Ask them, do you want immortality? Do you want to live forever? I know where that's found. I know the one who has conquered death and made me a victor with him. Come and see. I have seen the Lord. There he is in the waters of holy baptism, cleansing you from all your sin. There he is in the scriptures and in the voice of the absolution, forgiving you and setting you at peace with God. There he is in the blessed sacrament of the altar, feeding us with the bread of life and the medicine of immortality. And in that, I am immortal. And you can be too. Come and see. Come and live. Come and be immortal with me and with all the saints. Come and have all your fears and your worries and all the things that plague you in body and soul and conscience. Come and have them all defeated by this one so that they can sing too. Now nothing ever saddens the joy within my heart. Grim death and all its might cannot my soul affright. My heart from care is free. No trouble troubles me. Jesus rends death irons chains. He breaks through sin and pain. He shatters Hell's Grim's thrall, and he brings me to the portal that leads to bliss untold. This is what the Lord Jesus has given to me. This is what I want to give to you as well. Immortality and the conquering of every one of our foes. For I have seen the Lord. He is alive. He's alive for me. He's alive for you. Let me show you him as well. Alleluia. Christ is risen. He is risen indeed. Alleluia. In the name of Jesus. Amen. The peace of God which surpasses all understanding. Guard your hearts and your minds through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks for listening to Preaching Christ Crucified on Double-Edged Sword, sermons by Pastor Kilgo at Redeemer Lutheran Church in Lawrence, Kansas. We'd like to invite you to join us for church, Sundays at 10 a.m. and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. We also have Bible study at 9 a.m. on Sunday mornings and at other times throughout the week. 
please visit our website at redeemer-lawrence.org for more information. Thanks again for listening, and we'll catch you next time.